Dubious and Poison. Biad Astra per Aspera 7. Dubious. Remus feels like he has always been dubious about everything in life, but not this. Never this. He knew, the second that he heard Sirius had been arrested that there was no possibility he did it. There wasn't a single ounce of doubt in his body that made him believe he was guilty. No one believes him, of course they don't, but he doesn't care. He will break him out of Azkaban himself if he has to. It was a strange feeling, to lose everything in the space of a few hours, but it was worse when there was no one left to fight in your corner. Dumbledore is refusing to give Sirius a trial, refusing to discuss his fate with anyone after allowing him to be thrown straight in Azkaban, but this simply meant that Remus would do it himself. He had started a few days ago, pulling together every scrap of evidence he possibly could, in order to help his case. He had photos and memories, letters, and facts. He has everything bundled into a box as he makes his way into the ministry yet again. He has been back here every day since it happened almost a week ago, sometimes more than once, but today, he isn't leaving until someone gives him the time of day. The look he receives is a mirror copy of the one they always give him, one that shows him exactly how they feel about him being here again, but he doesn't care. He doesn't speak when they ask how they can help, he doesn't move, he doesn't do anything. He stands in front of the desk, box in hand, for three hours. Which is when they finally give up and send someone down to deal with him. He seems to surprise them then, by talking calmly, requesting that someone gives him half an hour, and then he will leave. He had been screaming and shouting up until this point, but he knew he needed to get them to look in this box. One glance, and he would be given a trial. They agree, reluctantly, and Remus has to fight hard not to show just how relieved he is. He is led to a large office, where a still unnamed man pulls the lid off the box and tosses it carelessly to the ground, clearly not expecting much. Remus digs his fingernails into his hand as they begin looking through the evidence, it doesn't take long for them to be in front of a pensive. Things move quickly once memories are viewed, details that should stay secret have been shared, other people become dubious of the decisions they have made up until this point. Sirius is pulled from Azkaban within the hour, and everyone is summoned to the trial room, where Remus can't sit still. Seeing him again after so many days makes him want to burst into tears, noticing how the star that was Sirius has gone out. There is no light behind his eyes, not anymore, but Remus is going to do everything he can to get it back. He knows it will be hard, with more people lost from their life, but Sirius deserves to have someone who will never give up on him, no matter what. The trial is hard, with a lot of doubt still lingering with some people, but once the memories are visited once more, he is freed. Remus cries when the apology is given, the apology for wrongful accusation, the apology for wrongful imprisonment, the apology for the loss of his friends. He cries again when the promise comes, the promise that they will find Peter, and the promise that Sirius will not be punished for becoming an illegal animagus, he simply has to register. Their reunion is emotional, and Sirius finally allows himself to show his emotions as he breaks down in Remus's arms. He cries for the loss of James and Lily, for the betrayal of Peter, he cries for the absence of Remus, and the technical abduction of Harry, where he has been shipped off to live with people who hate him. You did it Moons, you fought for me. 
serious whispers when he looks up. Remus smiles and brushes his hair from his face. There isn't a universe that exists where I wouldn't fight for you, Pads. He promises. And now, I'm taking you home to look after you. But what about? Tomorrow, I promise. Remus smiles. You need to get some rest first, but tomorrow morning, we are going for Harry, and no one is going to get in our way. Sirius smiles at him, and they both know they will do whatever it takes to get Harry back where he belongs. Poison. Sirius is looking more alive as they make their way through Muggle London, walking from the closest apparition point to where they know Lily's sister lives. They haven't told anyone their plan, not that anyone has been to see them. He was expecting a visit from Dumbledore. An apology for not realizing Peter was the actual secret keeper, but when Sirius informed him that Dumbledore knew, that he was the one to put the protection in place, it became clear why this apology would never come. It left him reeling though, wondering why Dumbledore wouldn't fight if he knew that Sirius was innocent. None of it made sense. They don't know how this is going to go, turning up and simply informing them that they are taking Harry, but they do know that there is no chance of them leaving without him. He squeezes Sirius's hand when they see the sign for Privet Drive, and he returns the gesture without hesitation. What if they don't let us take him? Sirius asks, not for the first time since they made it home last night. Remus meets his eye and smiles. I will poison the old bat. Sirius smiles and they continue their steps, not hesitating in knocking when they reach the front door. The man on the other side furrows his brows in confusion, but as soon as his glance drops to their joined hands, his expression morphs into a scowl. A woman joins him before any of them have spoken, a woman that he would never guess was related to Lily. She is sour-faced and it appears as if her lips are permanently angled downwards, unlike Lily who was always bright, always smiling, always happy. We're here for Harry. Remus says clearly, pushing past them, despite their efforts to close the door. The man's scowl deepens. That crazy old man said someone would turn up, but unfortunately, we aren't allowed to give him to you. Oh, you will be giving him to us. Sirius says firmly. Now, where is he? Asleep. The woman replies shortly. Sirius nods and takes off up the stairs with no warning, taking them two at a time in his haste to get to Harry. Remus stays downstairs, stopping them from following him, despite both of them simply smiling darkly. He isn't here, Moons. Sirius says, rushing back down the stairs with a broken expression. What do you mean he isn't here? He isn't up there, anywhere. There isn't even a bedroom set up for him, let alone a bed. Remus frowns in confusion. He has to be here, he has to be. The soft sound of a baby cry jolts his gaze around quickly, despite it not being clear anyone else has heard the muffled noise. He holds his hand up to stop Sirius's question and follows the sound, which leads him to the cupboard under the stairs, and simply adds to his confusion. He unlatches the door and pulls it open, immediately met with the sight of Harry, who is sleeping in what can only be described as a medium-sized box. His feet sticking out the end, giving the fact he is over a year old, and it is clear he has not been changed, nor fed, in several hours. Oh Harry, what have they done to you? 
He cries, reaching out and picking him up just as Sirius rushes to his side, eyes wide. Harry settles in his arms instantly, snuggling closer to his chest as his sobs die off. Sirius lets out a growl and spins around, and all Remus can do is watch as he swings his fist at the man, who seems unfazed by the state Harry is in, but he wouldn't have stopped him anyway. Sirius is back at their side in an instant, wrapping his arms around both of them. Let's take him home. He whispers. Sirius looks up with tears in his eyes and nods without hesitation. Home.